Sports. I'm Game Day Greg alongside Benny Buckets. This is episode 14. Picks, 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 and more picks. This is going to be Pick Central, folks. We have college football picks. We have NFL picks. We have player props. We have best bets. We have upset specials. We have everything under the sun this evening. And I know I'm looking forward to this because uh, I have been missing NFL football for the past eight months. Uh, the, the draft doesn't really do it for me. Training camp doesn't do it for me. Week one uh, does it for me. And uh, it's certainly a great time of year. So we will be providing all of our picks and analysis for NFL week one, along with college football week two. But before we do that, Benny Buckets, how are you doing today? Good. We're uh, we're back with, uh, with the football, the college football, not the, the American football, let's clarify. The real football, uh, unfortunately, soccer talk. Uh, Gonna go on a little bit of a break. There's this no week. soccer. We uh, 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 hiatus. Dude, we're five minutes into the show. We said no soccer talk, and here we go. Can I? Uh, can I go uh, to soccer talk? Talk. Uh, 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 can, I, can I do this? Like I'm gonna do it anyways. But can I ask permission? Go ahead. A hiatus due to the international break. Very, very upsetting. Very, very, very disappointing. But not to fret, not to worry. We will be back. Uh, we know 90 percent of the listeners only tune in for soccer talk. So. I guess we're only speaking. I guess we're only speaking to ten percent of the population today, but but not to worry for the other ninety percent. Tune back in next week. Soccer talk will be back with us, but uh, not this week. It will be only American football talk. American football, both of the college and pro persuasion. But, so. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for that. Um, no soccer talk. That's great, folks. Uh, <laughs> finally, I'm joking. All right, let's get into it. Do you want to do college football? Yes. Do you want to run down your games first, Benny Buckets? I will. How yes. many games are there this week that we're I, I don't? Picking? I believe it's about forty-one, but I'm not sure. Uh, forty-one. Okay, hard to tell because uh, there's another no thirty lines. that should be picked, but unfortunately, yeah, we have no we. I say we. Uh, it, it was clearly a Benny Buckets decision here. We are not allowed to pick the games that have lines that uh, come up on the game days. Uh, so when an FBS team plays an FCS team, the betting lines do not come out until game day. That's right. And unfortunately, Benny Buckets does not want to put in the extra work of picking the extra 30 games. I don't mind putting in the work. Just, it's just that it's not on the podcast, so it's as if it didn't happen. In order for us to have a podcast of record, all the picks must be on the podcast. If they come after the fact, it's like a tree that falls in the How floor. about all of our – I think we have have like 2,500 – no, not, that's way too many. We have over, a couple hundred picks on Twitter. Are those not official? Uh, it's, just, it's too much work with Twitter. We, we What's on the podcast is what goes well, on. the I'm doing the work. That's... So what's uh, – uh, uh, yeah. um, All right. Well, we'll talk about Again, the FCS-FBS matchups will end uh, – they will end – Within the next two weeks or so. So it doesn't really matter. So that could have been two weeks of 70 plus picks for you folks. Wow. But that's all right. Um, Less opportunity to lose money. That's the way I look at it. But anyway. More more opportunity to gain money. Um, Perhaps. perhaps. (laughs) No, Benny Buckets is, of course, right. 
Uh, all right, let's get into the college football picks that we can right. pick this week. Benny Buckets, go ahead. All right, so uh, we are going to start here. I am not going to give the whole line. I'm. All, I think just for the for the expedition okay. of the show, we will only give our picks. We will not give if we're not picking the over under. We're not going to give the over under. We're just going to give the picks that we uh, that we've made on the given game. Is that a fair assessment here, game day? You like that to Very expedite fair. this a bit? Okay, perfect. Very good. And that way, we don't have to toggle back and forth between the app and the spreadsheet, which is not always in sequential order uh, with each other. So. All righty, so starting off, uh, the first couple games don't have lines. I won't say which games they are, but they don't have lines because of the FCS-FBS conundrum that we've already alluded to. So the first game with a line this week is Illinois and Kansas. I've got Kansas minus three, and that will actually be one of my best bets. My best bets, one of the first best bet, we do three best bets a week here on the college football. First best bet will be Kansas minus a three. Jalen Daniels, the uh, the uh, up-and-coming quarterback last year who had an excellent year for Kansas, is back. He missed the first game against Missouri State. Uh, Kansas still won the game, but uh, he is back and will supplant Jake Bean, a quarterback. Uh, Illinois did not look good, folks, against, I believe it was Kent State they played. Not 100% sure. I think it was Kent State. I did uh, believe, not, yes. Not very good. They only won by two points, So and that was at home. I like Kansas. Kansas had a very good year last year, returning a lot of their uh, a lot of their starters from last year as well. So I a uh, big fan of Kansas. Watching Kansas, fun to watch. Former UB, uh, a Buffalo fame, Lance Leipold is the coach there at Kansas. Were ranked for the first time in like 15 years last year under Leipold. So give me Kansas minus a three, first game. Uh, that will be the only analysis we do, other than the other two best bets. Next game, this is not a best bet. Vanderbilt, Wake Forest, over 56.5. Ball State, Georgia, over 53. Notre Dame at NC State. Notre Dame, minus 7.5. Utah at Baylor. Utah, minus 7.5. Troy, Kansas State. Kansas State, minus 16.5. Here's my second best bet, folks. It is the probably the most talked about college football program uh, in America. We gave you last week. Colorado plus the 20 and a half. They were an outright winner. We we're going to give you another Colorado best. This was not, wasn't a best bet. Was like, well, we're going to make them our best bet this week. Colorado minus three. Colorado minus three, best bet number two. So we got two of them out of the way. Uh, Nebraska was not able to, to score. They did move the ball a little bit against Minnesota, but only I believe only scored 10 points, I believe, in that game against Minnesota. And I think that it's uh, – Fairly likely here that Colorado will be able to put up a big number on Nebraska. I don't think they're going to be able to stop Shadur Sanders and Travis Hunter and uh, and uh, I forget the kid's first name, Edwards, the running back there for Colorado. So uh, give me Colorado again minus the points. Also like the guy Edwards because he's about five foot four, so that makes me taller than him. So I appreciate that from a Colorado perspective. So it's always nice when people are shorter than you and you're a short person. And they're good what they do. So respect to that guy, Edwards. So very nice. Uh, very nice. Very, very, very nice. Very nice sentiment. Yes. Uh, so that will be our second best bet. We got one more to go. James Madison minus six at Virginia. Uh, UNLV plus 36 and a half against Michigan. Ole Miss Tulane over 67. Over 67. Ole Miss Tulane. Texas AM Miami over 51. Iowa, Iowa State, Iowa minus four. Uh, UTEP, Northwestern, UTEP minus the point and a half. 
Western Michigan, Syracuse, Syracuse minus 23 and a half. Miami of Ohio at UMass, UMass plus seven. Texas State at UTSA, uh, over 66 and a half. Kent State, Arkansas, over 57. Marshall at East Carolina, Marshall minus three. Tulsa at Washington, over 64 and a half. Uh, Appalachian State against North, U- North Carolina, UNC minus 19. SMU at Oklahoma, over 68 and a half. New Mexico State at Liberty, Liberty minus 10 and a half. UAB at Georgia Southern, Georgia Southern minus seven. Ohio at uh, Florida Atlantic, under 61 and a half. Uh, Louisiana Lafayette at Old Dominion, Louisiana Lafayette minus six and a half. North Texas at Florida International, FIU plus 12 and a half. Cincinnati at Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh minus seven. Texas at Alabama, over 54 and a half. Oregon at Texas Tech, Oregon minus six and a half. Jacksonville State at Coastal Carolina, under 60 and a half. UConn at Georgia State, Georgia State minus three. Uh, Middle Tennessee State against uh, Missouri, Mizzou minus 20 and a half. Missouri minus 20 and a half. Uh, UCF at Boise State, UCF minus three and a half. Houston at Rice, Houston minus nine and a half. Memphis at Arkansas State, over 58 and a half. Uh, Wisconsin at Washington State, Washington State plus six. Charlotte at Maryland, under 51 and a half. Eastern Michigan at Minnesota, under 48 and a half. Arizona, Mississippi State, over 60 and a half. Temple at Rutgers, Rutgers minus nine. UCLA at San Diego State, under 49. Air Force. At Sam Houston State, Sam Houston plus 13 and a half. Southern Miss at Florida State, Florida State minus 31. UC, uh, sorry, Stanford at USC over 70. Auburn at California over 54. Oklahoma State at Arizona State, Oklahoma State minus three and a half. And that is it. Last game is Albany at Hawaii, but that is a no line game. So you, there you have it, folks, uh, the picks for the week. We don't know exactly how many games that is, but it's a, it's a number. Uh, would have been more with the no-line games, but this is the way life goes. So. Uh, yes, it is the way life goes. Beautiful. All right. We'll see if we have music over it this week, folks. Uh, just to, I'll just keep you, keep you guys guessing. Keep you guys on your toes. All right. I'll go through my picks real quick here, and I'm not going to give analysis for these best bets because Benny Buckets took two of my best bets. Oh, I I forgot a third best bet. I'm sorry to jump back in there. I I did not give a third. I got to give a third best bet. I apologize. Give me the Tulsa Ole Miss game over 67 is my third best bet. Uh, Neither team plays a lot of defense. Both teams like to go up and down the field, and Ole Miss is is very much in the hurry-up offense. I expect expect them to – go up and down the field with regularity. I think this total will be well into the 70s, if not 80s. So give me the over on Tulsa Ole Miss. This game started out around 62. It's already up to 67. So give me that one. Sorry. Perfect. All right. I'm glad we got your third best bet in there. All right. I'll run them through. Run, run through, folks. Uh, Illinois versus Kansas, under 56 and a half. Uh, Vanderbilt versus Wake Forest. Wake Forest minus 10 and a half, and this is going to be my first best bet. I don't have analysis for it because I want to keep the ball rolling. We have uh, so many picks to go through, and we have 
we're giving an in-depth analysis on every uh, NFL pick. So that'll be interesting, uh, timing-wise. All right. Um, does Youngstown State and Ohio State have a line? It does not. Did Youngstown I, uh, State is an FCS team, no line. Interesting. Okay. All right. Uh, Notre Dame, NC State, Notre Dame minus seven and a half. Utah versus Baylor, Utah minus seven and a half. Troy versus Kansas State, under 50. Nebraska versus Colorado, minus three. This is my second best bet. Uh, Benny Buckets, that was his best bet as well. I think Colorado is going to destroy Nebraska. Um, Purdue, Virginia Tech, under 50. James Madison, Virginia, James Madison, minus six. UNLV versus Michigan, under 57. Ole Miss versus Tulane, Ole Miss minus seven. Texas A&M versus Miami, I'll take over the 51. Iowa at Iowa State, Iowa minus the four. UTEP minus one and a half versus Northwestern. I'll take anyone who's playing Northwestern. Uh, Western Michigan versus Syracuse, Syracuse minus the 23 and a half. Uh, Miami of Ohio versus UMass, I'm going to take Miami of Ohio uh, minus seven. Texas State versus UTSA, UTSA minus 12. Kent State versus Arkansas, I'm going to take Arkansas minus the 38. Marshall versus East Carolina, over 47. Tulsa versus Washington, I'm going to take Washington minus 34 and a half. Uh, Appalachian State versus North Carolina, this is going to be my, this is my third best bet. I already lost track. Yes, third best bet. So this is going to be my third best bet, North Carolina minus the 19. SMU, Oklahoma, over 68 and a half. New Mexico State versus Liberty, Liberty minus eight and a half. It's UAB 10 and a half now. It's, like it's 10 and a half now. 10 and a half? Yes. Okay. Thank you for the correction. All you right. still like them at 10 and a half? I do. Okay, so 10 they and a half. could be 20 and a half, and I still like them. Okay. Uh, UAB versus Georgia Southern, under 59. Ohio versus Florida Atlantic, under 58 and a half. Uh, 61 and a half. 61 and a half now. 61 and a half. Yes. Sure, we. You still like 61 and a half. Okay. Yeah, I think I like that more than 58 and a half. Okay. Uh, Louisiana versus Old Dominion. Old Dominion plus six and a half. Uh, North Texas versus Florida International over 53. Cincinnati versus Pittsburgh under 48 and a half. Texas, Alabama. Alabama minus seven and a half. Oregon versus Texas Tech. Give me Oregon minus six and a half. Jacksonville State versus Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina minus 13. UConn versus Georgia State over 54 and a half. Uh, Middle Tennessee versus Missouri under 49 and a half. UCF at Boise State. UCF minus three and a half. Houston versus Rice over 53. Memphis minus 21 and a half versus Arkansas State. Wisconsin, Washington State. This was a borderline best bet for me. A Washington plus six. Charlotte versus Maryland. Charlotte plus 24 and a half. Uh, Eastern Michigan versus Minnesota under 48 and a half. Arizona versus Mississippi State. Mississippi State minus 10. Temple versus Rutgers under 45. UCLA versus San Diego State over 49. Air Force versus Sam Houston. We're going to go under 37 and a half. Um, Southern Miss versus Florida State over 52. Uh, Stanford versus USC under 70. Auburn versus California over 54. 
Uh, Oklahoma State versus Arizona State. Oklahoma State minus three and a half. And that will round it out for the picks that we are allowed to pick. Yes. Uh, let's give. I, uh, I do want to make one amendment. I think I forgot to pick the Western Michigan Syracuse game on my behalf. I also will go game to Greg a, a minus 23 and a half on Syracuse. I don't know if I mentioned it. No, you picked it. Or did I? Oh, I I'm pretty sure you picked it because I didn't pick it. And I wrote uh, Syracuse minus 23 and a half after you did. After oh, you said okay. it. Okay. All right. So well, there we go. I will have to go back and review the tape, but uh, I think that's what happened. I'm not sure. Okay. Very All right. Good. That will do it for college. Let's give a recap of our picks from last week. Yes. What, what last, records? last week, game day, Greg, 20, uh, sorry, 32 and 20 overall record. I don't want it. That's week zero and week one, folks. We're going to break it down by week, uh, by week going forward, but week zero uh, is only a few games. So whatever. Uh, 32 and 20 overall record week zero, week one on the best bets. Uh, game day, Greg went two and one. West Virginia, Penn State, Penn State minus 20 and a half covered. Backdoor cover, but still a cover at the end. North Carolina, South Carolina, North Carolina minus two and a half covered. Win. North Carolina blew them out. And then FSU, LSU under 56. That was a big time loser. The game was in the 70s. So two and one on the best bets, 32 and 20 overall. For Benny Buckets, uh, Utah minus six and a half, big time winner. I think they won by two, two at least two touchdowns over Florida. Uh, Stanford, Hawaii over fifty nine, also a winner. There were sixty one points in the game, and the Northwestern Rutgers, Rutgers with a twenty four to seven win, convincing over Northwestern. Northwestern got a very late touchdown in that game. So, three and zero best bets for Benny Buckets on the week twenty six and twenty six. So both of us are at or above 500, and we both finished over 500 in our best bet. There you go. Perfect. Good start. Good start. Our it's early. Overall Good start. Goal is to, if our overall goal was to go over 500 in the college football season, I think we are well on our way. We are on our way. Uh, we Game day, Greg's in a better spot to do that than I am, but we are on our way. Yes, I, I would agree with that uh, assertion from Game we, are, we are a team here. We, we never go against one another. I would never consider this some sort of competition. I, it's just, I just think about the team. So yes, whatever the team record is, that's that's what I go by. The team so. record is 58 and 46 from that standpoint. 58 and 46. 12 games over 500. Okay. okay. We, will, uh, nice. we will start now. We have caught – we have the NFL. We're going to get in the NFL game day, Greg. Uh, I think what we should do, since we're doing analysis here, we should alternate on the game. So you can pick your game and then give analysis, and then I will pick the same game and give analysis for my pick. Does that sound like a plan? Otherwise, that one of us will be talking for like, 30 minutes straight. So That sounds like a plan. Okay. Let's do it. But if you want to – I think the the listeners would appreciate you reading off the lines and the, and the spreads okay. and everything like that. It's I like can usual. do that. Uh, like the last couple of years. I can. I will do that. We will start with the first game uh, here. It is the Lions and the Chiefs tomorrow night, folks, from Arrowhead. Gia Field, Gia Field, however you pronounce it. Some sort of field of, of jihadness uh, from Kansas City. <laughs> uh, the Thursday night opener, the Chiefs are four and a half point favorites. Total is 52. Money line is minus 225 on the Chiefs, plus 185 on the Lions. The Lions moved significantly, folks. It was just six and a half, six, six and a half points about a day or two ago. And then Travis Kelsey is a game time decision with a 
uh, hyperextended knee you suffered in practice yesterday, I would say more than likely probably won't play. But uh, so this line has moved based on that. I believe that is what the catalyst is. Maybe there's some Lions money that would come in independently of that anyway. But that certainly would be a big loss. Uh, Chiefs' best skill position player uh, on offense, not there. And their best defender, also not there with Chris Jones holding out. So could be uh, could be some troubles ahead for the Chiefs. But go ahead, game day. We'll let you go first on this one. No, no. You just gave half your analysis. Oh, oh, that, okay. that's, that you're, you're rolling with that. Despite, I, I was getting into it. I was about to change oh, the mic deck. Oh, okay. Despite, despite all that, I'm still going to take the Chiefs minus four and a half. Uh, the reason being, you have Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I don't think Kelsey will play on us. I don't think it's worth the risk, frankly. I, he's going to get a week and a half off if he doesn't play. I think it's probably wise of them not to play him. The Lions' defense, folks, is abominable. That's the reason why they missed the playoffs last year. That's the reason why they're not going to win the division this year. As I told you in the NFL preview show, we liked the Minnesota Vikings plus 275 on the uh, on the divisional line for the NFC North. Uh, and a little tidbit here, this does not mean they won't cover. This doesn't mean that the, the, that the Lions won't cover the spread, but – since the advent of the NFL going to a Thursday night opener where the Super Bowl champ is the home team, which is, I believe, happened every year except one or two years since 2004, the home team is 14 and four straight up. I don't expect that to change. Wow. I think the, I think that's the quite the stat. Yes. Well, that's, that's not against the spread, but straight up. I think, I think against the spread, they're 10 and seven, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but I, I still like them. I, I, I don't fully trust the Lions. A lot of hype on the Lions. I could see the Lions running into some difficulties. Uh, these teams, folks, in all sports, the trendy teams, sometimes they come up flat. They fizzle out, if you will. Uh, I expect the Lions to not fizzle out completely, but I, I think they're going to have a 9-8 and eight year, probably 8-9, nine, 9-8, nine like they do, uh, like they have last year and like they may uh, do in the, in, the, in the future as well. So give me the Chiefs minus 4.5. Chiefs minus four and a half. I am going to have to agree with Benny Buckets here. Chiefs minus four and a half is the play. I'm I understand the hype for the Lions, but I don't understand it to this extent. Um, I understand they have a very good offense, but I don't see how their defense is going to slow down the Chiefs with or without Travis Kelsey. I think they could pretty much plug in parts uh, as they go in that offense as long as they have Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes healthy this should be a Chiefs win. So I will take the Chiefs as well. Perfect. All right. Well, the next game up here we have is going to be the Titans and the Saints. Uh, let's see what we got on that line here. Uh, we've got the Titans. Just let you know something happened in the game he was watching. Something happened in the game he was watching. That's uh, <laughs> we, we, want, we want to put, point that out. <laughs> well, it's uh, just trying to find my way here through, but uh, – the tight. The... How does he do it, folks? How does he do it? He, he's navigating games. He's reading off lines. We're recording a podcast. I <laughs> don't get it, but uh, hey, more power to you. That's, yeah, that's fantastic. The way it goes. Uh, Titans are three point underdogs. Total in this game is forty one, and the uh, Saints are minus one seventy on the money line. Titans plus one forty two. I'll let you start on this one, game day. All right, thanks, bud. I'm going to go with the Saints. Uh, actually, no. I'm going to go under 41 in this game. Um, I think points are going to be hard to come by. 
listen, Derek, I do like the Saints offense with Derek Carr in it now. I think that is an upgrade at quarterback. They do have uh, good receivers when healthy. Uh, Chris Olave is turn, is going to be their number one, if not, if he already isn't. Uh, and Mike, or not Mike Williams. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I'm drawing a blank. My, Michael, Michael Thomas. Thomas. Michael Thomas, yes. Uh, if he stays healthy, that could be an interesting <laughs> offense. Good, good, good luck with that. <laughs> right, right, exactly. So I do think points are going to be hard to come by. I don't think the Titans can move the ball at all against the Saints defense. So, yeah, give me the under 41. I was also debating uh, Saints with the points, but I'm going to stick with the under. Yeah, I'm going to take the Saints minus the three. Uh Perfect. For all the reasons game day Greg just articulated, I don't think the Titans will be able to move the ball on them. Um, the the Titans lost uh, Taylor uh, Luan this year to retirement. I think they lost another offensive lineman to free agency. So the vaunted Titans run game uh, may not be as good. It wasn't as good last year. I think Derrick Henry, finally all the use is probably going to catch up with him, the wear and tear. I, I think the best days of Derrick Henry – not to say he won't be effective, but I think the days of him being the best back in football are are a year or two behind him. Uh, and Ryan Tannehill is just he's terrible, folks. Is uh, <laughs> you know, and and then drafting Will Levis to potentially be his heir apparent, just as bad, folks. Uh, bad, bad, bad scouting. This is a first guess here, folks. First, that's guess going here. just as well as Malik Willis. Uh, yeah, being the I, I think Malik Willis actually might be better, frankly. At least, at least Malik Willis was what a third or fourth round pick, whatever he was, fourth round, third round pick, fourth round pick. I don't even remember. Uh, but there's a reason Will Levis dropped out of the first round. There's a reason why Kentucky was woefully underperforming every year in the SEC. Uh, not a very good team, folks, and and neither is Will Levis as a as a as a. But he's got a cannon. As a bird, yeah, he's got a cannon, and he's so did Ryan Leaf. Yeah, okay, that's all I got to say there. But uh, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, as did JP Andrew Marcus Lawson. Russell, JP Marcus Russell, JP Lawson, JP Lawson. I don't think he's Marcus. Hey, don't bash JP Lawson. Deep yeah. bombs to Lee Evans. Yeah, those were the days. Yeah, oh, it only took it only, it only took him twelve as high as he could. It only took him twelve seconds to get back and throw the ball. By that time, he got sacked every time. But that's okay. Uh, anyways, hey, when the ball didn't me, get off. The, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Well, a little diversion there with the Bills. Give me the Saints minus a three. Saints minus. Saints minus a three. All right. Next next game up here, we've got uh let's find the spreadsheet here. Uh the Buccaneers and Vikings. We've got in here. Vikings minus six at home. Totals 45 and a half. The Vikings are plus, sorry, minus two fifty on the money line. Buccaneers plus or Bucks plus two hundred five. Can we repeat the line, sir? When 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 I think we accidentally hit the mic when we were when we were talking about the the line and the cutout. Uh, okay. Can you hear now? Can you hear me oh, now? Yes, we're good. I, it was during the itch. I think there was an itch going on, <laughs> and you hit the mic. But no worries. Okay. Uh, what is the line again, sir? The the Vikings are minus six. The total is 45 and a half. Vikings minus 250 money line. Bucks plus 205 money line. Uh, I guess I'll go first. Okay. With the yeah, pause. Yeah, take it away. Okay. Uh, well, I thought we were alternating. Every oh, other. okay. We're alternating. Yeah, that's right. I, I apologize. Yes, we're alternating. I already think the Vikings here, folks, minus the six. Uh, they are the better team. I don't understand all the disrespect to the Vikings. They were, what, 12 and Five, thirteen, four last year, whatever they were, very good. Yep. Won the uh won the NFC North. I don't understand the disrespect towards the Vikings on this line. They should be more than a touchdown favorite. I think an eight or nine point favorite would be more sufficient. And 
Um, they should be the favorite in the NFC North. I don't understand why they're such a prohibitive underdog to the Lions or plus 140 in there between plus 260, plus 290, depending what book you get them at. So I don't get the disrespect towards the Vikings. I really don't. They brought in Brian Flores. I thought that was an excellent hire. Defensive coordinator, he cannot possibly be any worse than Ed Donatel or the defense last year cannot possibly be any worse. So with that being said, better defense. The only major piece they really lost was Dalvin Cook, and I think Alexander Madison will slot right in and be just – there won't be a huge drop-off from him, to, from Cook to – uh, Alexander Madison. I don't understand it. They also upgraded uh, bringing in Jordan Addison. So they've got a legitimate number two, not Adam Thielen, who's about 97 years old, who's still playing somehow. Um, so they have a legitimate number two. And they just paid their tight end there, uh, TJ Hawkinson, most money of any tight end in the league. So I expect he'd be a bigger part of their offense as well, moving forward with the big contract they just gave. Uh, Bucks, on the other hand, uh, yeah, I just got to say one thing, and, it, and, it, and it, it's apropos that this line is six because of the quarterback of the Bucks, but Baker Mayfield, and that's enough that needs to be said. Nothing, not, well, Todd Bowles too. That's another tidbit there. Those two names. That's all you need to know about the Bucks. Give me the Vikings minus six. Beautifully said, Benny Buckets. I couldn't agree more. Give me the Vikings minus six for all the reasons he said. I mean, I don't understand the Vikings' uh, disrespect either. I have them winning um, their division as well. They have an explosive offense. I mean, Alexander Madison, I you could say was better than Dalvin Cook uh, in his time that he was in there. Uh, I consider him top what, 15 RB. Top 15 running back, I think is fair. Uh, Justin Jefferson, are the top wide receiver in the league. Uh, Addison, I think, could be a top 25 receiver by year end. I, just because I think the Vikings are going to throw the ball a lot, they're going to be an explosive offense. We're going to see them in the top five scoring offenses this year as well. So, yeah, I like the Vikings minus six. This is going to be one of my best bets. I know we're talking about best bets towards the end, but this will be one of my best bets. Okay, fair enough. Uh, let's see here. Next game, we've got NFL lines here. Sequential order here. Like it's week right. one, folks. We're we're it's we're it's week one for us too. Uh commanders, cardinals. Uh card commanders are minus seven uh, at home. The total is 38. Uh commanders minus 310 on the money line, cardinals plus 250. Go ahead, game day, Greg. Yeah, I'm gonna take the commanders minus seven here. Uh the Arizona Cardinals, folks, are complete trash. <laughs> um they don't have a competent head coach. They don't have a competent quarterback. They well, don't you can't have... make a statement about the head coach. He hasn't even coached the game yet. It's kind of hard to make a statement about the coach until we, you know. Have you heard some of his free uh, hype videos that he gives <laughs> to the team before meetings? Did you take the bus in? Did you drive a car? <laughs> Do you have fire in your belly? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Lasers, zoom, 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 fast. <laughs> That's what he said. That, that was his first interaction with Christian Kirk. <laughs> Come on, Christian Kirk's not on the I, team anymore. The so you mean he must be somebody by the way, else? He's the reason the Christian lost Christian Bowl. Christian Kirk's not on the team. He hasn't been for a year now, so I don't know who you're referring to, but wasn't Christian Kirk? Who was he talking to then? I thought it was Christian Kirk when he first joined Christian on. Kirk's I don't on the Jaguars. I could be wrong. Um. All right. He's the, the so he's the reason be, he just uh, lost the Super Bowl. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, when they gave up 38 points, if I you would, listen I would to Hassan Reddick, the turf is the reason they lost the Super Bowl. But go ahead. All right, uh, in the middle of my analysis here. Um, so, yeah, 
what else is new? I will take the uh, Commanders minus the points. Uh, you don't need any more of my analysis. Benny Buckets, what do you got? Yeah, I got the Commanders, too. Uh, Josh Dobbs here, folks, is going to be starting a quarterback. Uh, we all saw how well that worked out in the last game of the season there um, with uh, <laughs> with the Titans last year against the uh, against the Jaguars. So, uh, yeah, well, well, game day, Greg, giving me the hurry-up sign, the wrap-it-up sign, as if they were from the Oscars, Oh, because so. you're in the, you you cut me off in the middle of my analysis. I figured I'd do the same. Well, you, you actually said something that was incorrect. I had to correct you because – he hasn't coached the game yet, so I don't know why you're so anti-Jonathan Gannon. He literally hasn't coached the game. You, I don't think you can make a determination if somebody's competent or not before they even coach a game, but that's that's Fair that's enough. my own personal opinion. But anyway, moving right along, per game day, Greg's quick request there, his wrap-it-up speech. You're going to keep moving it forward here. The next game up is the Steelers and the 49ers. I've got to find it here, folks. This is uh, toggling back and forth. Steelers plus two at home. Uh, total is 41 and a half. Uh, money line minus 125, 49ers plus 105, Steelers. It is you, sir. Oh, it's my this turn. Oh, that's right. I forgot. It's my turn. Okay. Uh, I will take the Steelers. Uh, a little disappointed uh, that Nick Bosa signed today. And- I guess he'll play. I don't think he's going to play the full game. He's at probably not in – he's not in football shape, folks. He wasn't at training camp. He didn't play any the preseason games. Excuse me. But um, – so I would expect him to play, but probably be on a pitch count. Um, and I think that actually helps the Steelers. I- I'm a big believer, folks. I gave you my, my favorite over for the year with Steelers over 8.5 minus 140. I think the Steelers are going to surprise some people. Uh, a big believer in Kenny Pickett, big believer in George Pickens, uh, big believer in what Mike Tomlin does. I think he's one of the best coaches, if not the – I actually think he might be the best coach in the NFL um, from my perspective. Uh, I, I guess sans Bill Belichick. you got to give Belichick his due with six Super Bowl rings. But, uh, but this side of Bill Belichick, I would say I would not have – rather have any other coach than uh, Mike Tomlin. So – for all those reasons, I'm going to take the Steelers. Steelers plus two. Steelers plus two at home. I think they'll win the game outright. But it is not I my agree. upset. But it's uh, not my upset special, folks. Not my not upset. his upset special. I agree. Uh, for all the reasons Benny Bucket said, Steelers plus two. Uh, I don't think 49ers are going to be as good as people are saying. Um, and I think Brock Purdy could face some challenges against the Steelers defense week one. So I was debating between the Steelers and the under here, but I'm going to go with the Steelers plus two. Okay, very good. So Steelers plus two for game day, Greg. Uh, next game up we have is the Browns and the Bengals. Uh, Browns are the home team here, folks. Uh, we've got the Browns plus two and a half, two and a half point underdogs at home. Totals 47 and a half. Bengals minus 135 money line. Browns plus 114. Greg. Yeah, I think this one's a no-brainer, folks. I don't understand why this line is so low. I don't understand the disrespect for the Bengals. Uh, Bengals minus two and a half is going to be the play for me. Uh, listen, Joe Burrow's playing. As long as Joe Burrow's playing, this should be a touchdown spread. I don't understand the disrespect for the Bengals, and I don't understand the respect for the Browns. Um, Deshaun Watson's two years out of playing regular football on a regular schedule. We don't know how good he's going to be. And the weapons around him are not good at all. 
outside of Amari Cooper, I mean, who do you have receiving court? Donovan Peoples-Jones? Um, so I, I don't like what the Browns have to offer on offense. Uh, but, yeah, I'm just going to take the Bengals here because they're the better team, just straight up. I don't care if the Browns are at home. <laughs> they could be playing anywhere. I'll, I'll take the Bengals. All right. Well, I, uh, we have our first disagreement here, sir. First disagreement. I am on the Browns. A uh, couple reasons why. Uh, the Bengals still have a very bad offensive line, folks. The Browns just got uh, hugely upgraded on the defense uh, by signing to Darius Smith in addition to Miles Garrett. That's going to be the best pass, ca- uh, pass rushing combination in the league, the two of them together on the defensive line. Uh, the Bengals, a little known fact, uh, maybe Game Day Greg wasn't aware of this. The Bengals under Joe Burrow are one in five with Joe Burrow quarterback against the Browns in Joe Burrow's career against the spray. So I think that trend will continue. I think he is one in five also, uh, if I'm not mistaken, as well, straight up against the Browns. For whatever reason, the Bengals don't play the Browns well. So I do understand the disrespect. And if memory serves correctly, the Bengals got off to an 0-2 start last year as well. So I am going to go with the Browns here. Give me the Browns plus 2.5. I am a believer. I think they've got the best offensive line in football and a top-five defensive line against a suspect Bengals offensive line. And who knows how mobile Joe Burrow will be or how much he'll actually be hampered by that calf injury. No one's seen him play or practice since he had it. So give me the Browns plus 2.5. Also, not my upset special. Uh, next game up here, Perfect. folks. Yeah, next game up is going to be. Uh, so you like the Bengals two to half. Uh, Panthers Falcons. Uh, we got the Panthers plus three and a half. Falcons minus three and a half. Falcons are the home team. Total is thirty nine and a half. Falcons minus one eighty five money line. Panthers plus one fifty four. Uh, I'll take this one here. I'm going to go over the total, folks, over the total. You're dealing with a Falcons defense that was bottom five last year. You're dealing with a Falcons offense that should be greatly improved with Bijan Robinson running the ball. You've got Bijan Robinson, Tyler Algier, and Cordero Patterson, all a three-headed, a, a, a triple-headed beast out of the backfield for the Falcons. Brian Brian. Uh, Brian Burns, the star rusher, uh, edge rusher for the Panthers, is not going to be playing in this game. He's also holding out due to a contract dispute. Um, And like I said, Falcons bottom five defense last year. I think the Panthers will be able to put up some points. The Falcons will probably win this game and probably cover the three and a half, but I'm more confident in this low total. I think it should be probably close to the 44-45. You're dealing with ideal. You're not dealing with weather. You're dealing with a dome stadium, so ideal weather conditions here as well. So give me the over 39 and a half in this game. Over 39 and a half, he says. I agree. I agree. I'm on the over 39 and a half as well. I was debating between that and the Falcons with the points, but I just think this is going to be a higher scoring game than people think. Um, yeah, I love the Falcons offense. <laughs> I mean, I am, I'm a big believer of the offense, not so much the defense. Uh, I do still think they're going to win the division, um, but – Time will tell. So, yeah, I'll just take the over, 39 and a half. I, I'm hoping for points. All right. Uh, now we're on to the 4 o'clock slate. This is a 425 Eastern start. Uh, we have got here – oh, no, excuse me. We still got a 1 o'clock game. I apologize. Uh, two 1 o'clock games, excuse me. Uh, Texans-Ravens. Uh, let me get back to 
Ravens game here. Ravens are a 10-point favorite at home. Totals 44. Ravens minus 500 money line. Houston plus 380. Game day, Greg. Take it away, sir. All right. I will go with let me just get to the sheet. I'm going to go with the under. Under 44 here. And this is a testament to the Texans' new offense. I don't know if they are going to be able to gel right away. Uh, new quarterback with C.J. Stroud. You, you don't have many weapons. I mean, you got Robert Woods. You got Tank Dell. Yeah, you got uh, yeah some rookies. You got Dalton Schultz, the tight end that came don't over. Don't forget about Nico Collins, my friend. Nico Collins, please. Oh, we were getting there, sir. Um, uh, um, uh-huh. Yes, yeah, so they have a solid running game as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I just don't think points are going to be uh, very plentiful in this game. I do love the Ravens offense. I could see this being like a 28-7 type game uh, with the Ravens obviously winning. Zay Flowers, you got Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson has weapons now. Uh, they yeah. Zay Flowers, I think, is going to be very key for that offense. Uh, he will be the wide receiver one for that offense, folks, by the time the year ends. Uh, I don't think the other two wide receiver options on that team with Rashad Bateman and OBJ are going to be healthy. So uh, I do think Zay Flowers will end up being wide receiver one. And, of course, Mark Andrews is a staple there, um, as always. So, yeah, I'll, I will take the under. Under, he says. Okay. It is noted. Uh, I am going to go a little different. I am going to go with the Texans plus the 10. Folks, too many points in week one. No team other than the Cardinals should ever be lay, should ever be giving more than more than 10 points in week one. Uh, and the Texans aren't the Cardinals. So this is my justification. There have been some misgivings, some rumblings out of uh, Baltimore camp with the new offense of coordinator, new offense, Todd Munkin formerly of Georgia, the offensive coordinator there, that there is some uh, some unhappiness with the new offense, uh, some some displeasure with us, how the offense is operating so far, not particularly well from what reports are. So I think the Texans, uh, you're basically saying here you need to win by three scores. I don't see that happening, and I don't think Baltimore is a team that will beat anybody probably by three scores. Uh, or be hard-pressed to anyway. So I will take the Texans plus the points. Another stat here I found, I was able to find in my research, rookie head coaches, rookie head coaches against the spread since 2013 in week one on the road, in their first, I should say, in their first road game, rookie head coaches, 28, 13, and 4 against the spread in their first road game. So that D'Amico Ryans is a rookie head coach. I like the trend to continue. Texans plus 10 is the play. Very nice. Okay. Uh, next game up, final one o'clock game is going to be. Uh, let's see here. It's going to be the Jaguars and Colts. Jaguars and Colts. Uh, current line is Jaguars minus five. Uh, total is forty-five and a half. Jaguars are minus two twenty-five on the money line. Colts plus one eighty-five. Uh, I will go first here. I this is. This should be an eight-point spread, folks. Jaguars are way better. They're the better team, the much better court. Well, uh, an elite-level quarterback against a rookie unknown quarterback who was very inconsistent last year in his one-year starting. 
at Florida with a losing record at Florida, no less. Um, just, you know, just the better team, better coach, or, or, or more, more, I should say better coach, but more qualified coach, Super Bowl winning coach against a rookie head coach. Uh, no Jonathan Taylor, best offensive weapon the Colts have. Uh, I expect this to be at least a two-score game. I, I think 10 points probably is around what it'll end up being. Jaguars will win by 10. But but I feel like we're getting a gift here of at least three to four points. I think this should be, like I said, eight. Eight, eight and a half, something like that. Maybe nine um, should be the spread. And we're, and we're only having to lay five. So give me the Jaguars minus five here. Jaguars minus five. Jaguars minus five. I, again, couldn't agree more. Uh, I don't understand why this line isn't at least a touchdown or more. Um, and yeah, for all the same reasons. I mean, listen, they haven't, I would consider uh, Trevor Lawrence, if he has another great year, uh, to be elite. Um, they have a very good young defense. Uh, they've got Calvin Ridley, who should be their number one receiver and probably a top 10 receiver by year end. Uh, if he didn't sports bet, he just he would we wouldn't be uh, wondering if Calvin Ridley was good. Uh, it's just a matter of if he can play. Um, and I do like Travis Etienne as well. Uh, they're running back, so yeah, I'll take the Jaguars with the points. All right, so that will take care of the one o'clock slate. There, I think we're at eight games, if I'm not mistaken, on the one o'clock slate. One, two, three. Yes, eight games in the one o'clock slate. We'll go to the four twenty-five games. Packers Bears here. Line has had quite a bit of movement. Bears minus one now. Total is 42. Uh, Bears minus 115 money line. Packers minus 105. I gave you in our NFL preview show a couple of weeks back here. The Packers is a playoff team. And uh, I still like the Packers. I think they're a better team than the Bears. But something very fishy about this line, folks. This is a public bet line. This line opened up at three, three and a half Bears. Now it's down to one. All the money on the Packers. Very fishy. When that happens, I go with the opposite. I'm going to go with the Bears here, folks. Uh, I don't think they're going to have a better year than the Packers, but you're dealing with a quarterback who's never been the starter. First week one starting, coming into the campaign as a, as a, as a starter in Jordan Love against uh, a guy in fields who a lot of people project to have a big meteoric rise this year. Uh, the um, the Bears signed uh, – um, Tremaine Edmonds, a star linebacker, formerly of the Buffalo Bills, a two-time Pro Bowler, folks, at middle linebacker to be the Mike linebacker. Uh, I think they will be improved. I think the defense will be improved. And I just think it's a bad spot. I think it's a bad spot for the Packers. The Packers have beat up on the Bears for years with Aaron Rodgers, a quarterback, but Aaron Rodgers is no longer the quarterback of the Packers. And I think the Bears will want some revenge. And I just don't like the fact the public has bet this all the way down. I like the Bears here, folks. Give me the Bears minus one. Bears minus one. All right. I am going to go a little different. I'm going to take the under 43 and a half. I think this is going to be a ugly game. I wish this was played in December in the cold and snow. Um, that just sounds like a Packers-Bears game, especially uh, with Jordan Love. I mean, I don't – I mean, I get it. Uh, he's got some traits that uh, are definitely what you want in a quarterback. However, I just don't see that offense gelling, at least this early in the season. I do think the Bears will win this game, although I, I'm more confident on the under. So give me the under. Uh, what did I say here? Under 43 and a half. 
43 and a half. Thank you. Under 43 and a half. Oh, wait, it's 42. I don't know where you got 43 and a half from. It's 42. That's the current oh, line. Do you still like the under? Sure. 42. He likes 42. Okay. Make sure getting the update lines for you folks. Game day, Greg, with a bad line. Bad line. Uh, might have pricked this game previous before the line moved. Just, uh, but that's okay. No worries. Uh, next up here, we are going to go to another 425 starter here. Eagles, Patriots. Eagles, Patriots. Eagles minus four on the road at the Pats at Foxborough. Totals 45. Um, Eagles minus 192 money line. Patriots plus 160. You're up, game. Yeah, the, the easy play here for me is going to be uh, Eagles minus four, minus the points. Uh, I, these are two teams that are not even the same stratosphere, in my opinion, when we're talking about uh, division winner, and then probably a number four ranked uh, Patriots team in the AFC East. I don't understand why this line is so low. Um, however, they're on the road, and it's New England, and it's Bill Belichick, even though Bill Belichick has been nothing without Tom Brady. Um, but I'll leave that as it may. I'm just going to take the Eagles. They're the better team. Eagles and the points. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Uh, Eagles and the points. Uh, this line has had a lot of movement. So it, it opened up at four. Yeah, when the lines opened up it, back, I believe, in May or June, when the lines came out after the schedule was released. I think it was maybe third, fourth week of May, around Memorial Day. Then it got all the way bet up to five and a half, and some books even six, Eagles minus six. And now there's been buyback, and uh, it's been bet all the way down to four in the last week or two. Tells you pro money's on the, on the Patriots. I think the pros, though, I, I think there's a – you know, for many years, the Patriots are a great spread, a great team in general, obviously, with Brady. Great spread team um, over Belichick's career. But again, most of that was done with Brady. And I don't think, I think, I think people really overrate Belichick, um, specifically since Brady left. And I think there's still like this aura around Belichick, even though he's got an under 500 without Brady as quarterback. So I don't get it. I don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, it's probably a fishy line, but. Whatever. I'm still taking the Eagles. It, I might get burned, but I mean, the Eagles, better offensive line, better defensive line, better quarterback, better defense. I, I can't think of one area, maybe special teams. Maybe. I, I really can't think of one area on the offensive or defensive side of the ball where the Patriots are better than the Eagles. And and for that reason, and the Eagles are supremely better than the Patriots in most of those spots. So for that reason, I, I, I think this should be a touchdown. Probably seven, seven and a half. Four, it's like, again, I feel like we're getting three, three and a half free points. So give me the Eagles minus four. Uh, thankful not to have to lay the seven. So uh, next up, uh, a game, an NFC West matchup out of the Pacific Northwest. Pacific Northwest, excuse me. The Rams are playing the Seahawks. The Seahawks are laying five and a half points at CenturyLink Field uh, or, or – uh, it's called, still called Century Link. Lumen Field. Lumen Field, excuse me. Total is 46. Uh, Seahawks minus 230 on the money line. Rams plus 195. This game has been an interesting mover, folks. It's opened at four. Seahawks minus four. In recent days, uh, it's been reported that Cooper Cup is going to see a specialist for his hamstring in Minnesota. He has been ruled out of week one. Most people think he will not come back at the earliest until week three. That's the prevailing thought. Um, when he'll return. So he's not going to play in this game. The Rams basically are built around three players, Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, and Aaron Donald. And one of them is not playing. Um, 
Matthew Stafford, no one really knows. He's, he's, he's good, but he's a turnover machine at times. And no one really knows with his health. He had a bruised spinal cord, I believe, a bruised spinal cord or something with his back last year where he missed more than half the season. Um, I, and I like the Seahawks. I like the Seahawks, what they did in the draft, drafting Will Witherspoon at corner, uh, second second rated quarter in the draft, and then also taking uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba, the top rated wide receiver to add to Tyler Lockhead and DK Metcalf. They also took Zach Charbonnet, very good running back out of UCLA and previously Michigan to that. He was transferred the transport to UCLA for his, I believe his junior and senior seasons. Uh, I like the Seahawks. I think this is, I think this is a, a pretty easy one here, folks. I, I wouldn't be surprised if this is in the best best for me. So uh, I think again, it should be probably seven, six and a half, seven, getting an extra point to point and a half of value on the Seahawks. Give me the Seahawks. Minus five and a half. Uh, I like them a lot. Seahawks minus five and a half. All right. I'm going to go a little different. I'm going to go with the under 46 in this game. And that's because I just don't see points happening. Uh, no Cooper Cup for the Rams is uh, terrible, folks. He is their number one option. He gets the most targets in the league for a reason. Um, Stafford lives over the middle <laughs> with his receivers and Cup. There's no one better than Cup running over the middle. In my mind, but uh, that's that's my opinion. Uh, I will take, yeah, I, I don't think there's going to be points scored in this game. I mean, JSN, Jason, Jackson Smith and Jigba, I don't understand how he's playing. He just had surgery on his hand or wrist like three or four weeks ago, and he's going to play. So that that's going to be interesting. Uh, so, yeah, I'll just take the under and not watch this game, forget about it, and just hope it hits. Not not going to be appointment viewing television for game day, Greg, on the old YouTube TV uh, NFL Sunday package, I guess. Fair enough. Fair enough. Speaking of which, are you ordering the package this year, game day, Greg? I know you were a loyal subscriber. No, I am not ordering the package. So there will be no ordering of the package. He's in Bill's viewing territory, so he does not need to order the package this year. Okay. That is correct. Excellent. All right. Uh, next game up here, I think this actually might be one of the games of the week, maybe the game of the week, actually. They're very interesting. Uh, very should be a very entertaining game. Dolphins at the chart visiting Los Angeles and SoFi Stadium against the other team in L.A., uh, and they are the other team or the second team in L.A. very much so. The Los Angeles Chargers, formerly of the San Diego Persuasion, uh, they are uh, – Chargers are minus three favorites at home or somewhat home. It's not really home field for them at SoFi, but whatever you want to call it, a neutral game probably more like it. But anyway, they're a three-point favorite in that in that scenario total is 51 uh minus 110 to both sides and then the chargers are minus 162 on the money line dolphins plus 136 game day greg go ahead yeah i love the over folks i think this is going to be a light show fireworks bam lasers as as jonathan gannon would say uh the the coach who uh, is not bad yet so um (laughs) I will, yeah. I forgot what I was saying because I wanted to go with that light show. Um, yeah, I do think there's going to be a lot of points in this game. Uh, the Dolphins, if they could stay healthy, I don't want to. I don't like to admit it, but they're a very, very good offense. I think the only um, problem with that offense is to his health. Uh, so we will just have to wait and see there. But uh, yeah, give me the points. I'm going to be. I'm going to be watching, uh, rooting for this game. Herbert and Tua throwing the ball all over the field. Tons of weapons on both sides. Uh, just hope for points. Okay. Um, I, I'm going to go with 
a spread here. Uh, I, I get game day Greg's point there. I think, though, you're dealing with some – I agree, two great offenses. I think two pretty good defenses, though, so I'm going to stay away from the total. If I were to take it till it will be over, but I'm going to stay away. I am going to take the Chargers minus three. Uh, I think the Chargers have something to prove. Um, I think uh, I trust the offensive line of the Chargers more. I probably trust the defense a little bit more of the Chargers now that um, the two of the top cornerbacks for the Dolphins are going to be out. Deion Crossan out for the season with, a, I believe, a torn ACL. Uh, I think he's their third corner. And then, of course, Jalen Ramsey out with a MCL sprain, I believe, or MCL tear, or meniscus tear, something of that nature, out for a while. Um, and because of that, and you're looking at the weapons, Keenan Allen, uh, the new receiver, the uh, Chargers drafted the first round, Johnston from T- uh, TCU, and then, of course, Mike Williams, Gerald Everett. I, I just think that they're going to have a very hard time covering. I think the Finns will put up points, too. But I think the Chargers are not going to be able to be covered by Miami. So I think that Miami's going to have a hard time, harder time covering the Chargers than the Chargers will have covering the Finns because of the injury issues that my, uh, Miami currently has in the secondary. So give me the Chargers minus three. Full disclosure, I would buy the hook on this. We cannot do that on these picks. We must pick. We must pick them as they lay. As uh, as Happy Gilmore would say, you must pick the pick the games as they lay. You cannot. We cannot include hooks. But uh, in reality, I think you should buy the hook on this. I think this could be a three point game. So I would buy the hook if you could. Lay the extra fifteen percent juice. But for our purposes, give me the Chargers minus three. All right, coming up here, we are moving right along here, folks. We are almost uh, almost through this uh, portion of the week one schedule. Uh, we have one more 425 game, and then we're on to the primetime Sunday night, Monday night games this week. Um, we got the Raiders against the Broncos. The uh, total, uh, sorry, the Broncos are minus three and a half point favorites. Total on this game was 44, and the Broncos are minus 185 on the money line. Uh, the Raiders plus 154. I'll kick us off here. I like the over 44, over 44, folks. couple reasons here. Um, I just don't believe in the Raiders' defense. Uh, you, got, you got the issues with Chandler Jones, uh, you know, having some, some falling out with, uh, you know, the coaching staff or the organization being locked out of the facility apparently yesterday and posting it to social media and, He's apparently away from the team now due to a personal reasons, quote unquote. Uh, I just think bad karma for for a, already a pretty shaky defensive uh, unit to begin with. Uh, you got Sean Payton in there against Russell Wilson. I do like uh, I do like the, what the Broncos might be able to provide. I think a little bit more on, on offense this year, and I like also the over because you're dealing with high altitude and you're dealing with. Uh, probably not as much for the Broncos as they're used to it, but especially with the Raiders, uh, guys tend to get gassed at the high altitude defensively, specifically. So I like the over in this game. I'm going to take the over 44. We are on opposite sides, sir. Oh, okay. I am going to take the under of 44. I, I do respect all the points you laid out there. However, these are two terrible offenses. Terrible. Um, I don't know. If, well, okay. All right. I'll, I'll, I, I'll, I will not say anything. Oh, you'll let me speak my turn. Thank you. I, I do appreciate <laughs> that. Um, 
<laughs> Actually, you know what? No, I don't. I don't want to give any more analysis. Uh, I just think the under will be the play here. Um, yeah, uh, Russell Wilson is terrible, and Jimmy Garoppolo is just as bad. So I'm gonna enjoy this eight to twelve win, twelve to eight win. There you go. Bunch of field goals and a safety in there. Okay, sounds good. Very good. And uh, now we're on to the primetime games here, folks. Uh, both games, ironically, primetime games, will be played at MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey. One by the Giants, the home team. One by the Jets. We start with Sunday night and the Giants is the home team. Line on this game is Cowboys. Division Two divisional matchups. Highly anticipated, folks. Dallas Cowboys, minus three. Giants, plus three, minus 102. Cowboys, minus three, minus 118. So you got to lay, lay a good vig with the... Pretty big vig with the Cowboys. You're going to take a minus three. Uh, total in this game is 46 and a half. The over and under minus 110. Cowboys minus 166 on the money line. Giants plus 140. Ironically, this is the eighth year in a row, folks, that the Cowboys and Giants have opened up on NBC Sunday Night Football League One. Eight years in a row, if you can believe that or not. Wow. Little no wow. Right. Not 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 no not, not not Monday night either either Sunday night or Monday. I think last year they actually opened up on no it was Sunday night last year. I apologize. Go ahead. I'm sorry. With the confusion. Go ahead. Uh, I am going to take the Giants plus three here. I, I'm very interested to see how Brian Dable's offense improves this year with a happy Daniel Jones and his new contract. Uh, you've got some weapons. There's there's some weapons. I'm going to be interested to see how Jalen Hyatt. Um, as a rookie produces this year uh, out of the slot. I know there's some uh, guys, they have Paris Campbell. Um, they have a couple other guys too. Uh, I, I know they're going to be targeting Waller like crazy. And then of course, Saquon in his new deal. He's going to be happy running behind that offensive line, catching balls out of the backfield. He's going to be the do it all back for them. And also our boy, uh, when I say our boy, it's my boy because it's my bills. Um, Isaiah Hodgins, uh, unfortunately, uh, we let him go and he's doing very well for the Giants and good for him, quite honestly. It was just a deep wide receiver room, um, at the time for the Bills and the numbers game didn't work. So I'm, I'm going to be curious at the see of what happens. And I, I do have a prediction. I think the Giants will win on a trick play. I think the trick play will be a difference maker. We could see. Not necessarily a Philly special, but maybe a uh, a giant giant supreme or a, whatever whatever name we want to call the Giants trick play. I I do think that will be the difference maker in Week One. So give me the Giants on Sunday Night Football to win the game, not necessarily plus the three, but to win the game. So is this your upset special then? No. Oh, okay. No. Well, you're still going to yeah. take them plus three. You'll take the points because uh, I'll take the points. But yeah, take uh, points. it's not okay. my upset special. Okay, so game day, Greg will take the Giants. Could not disagree with it more on this one, folks. Uh, this is this is a Cowboys game all 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 the way around. Half the stadium will be Cowboys fans, as it is pretty much every Cowboys road game. Uh, Cowboys are a much better team. It's not particularly close. They got a better quarterback. They got a better offensive line. They've got a better defensive line. They've got better receivers. They don't have a better tight end, but everything but tight end, they're just better. Uh, Daniel Jones, highly overrated. Not not a good quarterback, folks. Way, hey, yeah, $40 million a year to Daniel Jones. Just not not smart. Bad, bad move. Joe Shane clearly did not learn at the feet of Brandon Bean with that one. Brandon, Brandon, Joe Shane pays Daniel Jones $40 million. Brandon Bean pays Josh Allen $42 million. So, 
that shows you the different uh, levels of understanding of the general managership job or, uh, a, you know, being a steward for your franchise. They're not even close, Josh Allen and, and, uh, and, and Daniel Jones. So I just think the Giants maybe also better at running back Saquon over Pollard, although I don't think – I think it's closer than most people would think. Um, I just think Cowboys are a better team. Better team, better defense, better offense. So give me the Cowboys minus three. Cowboys minus three on the road. All righty, and we are to the – we are – that was the penultimate game. We are now at the ultimate game, the final game of the week. The Buffalo Bills – Visiting the New York Jets. I know for game day, Greg, this is the game he's looking forward to the most, the most anticipated game. The Monday night game, Bills Jets at MetLife. Joe Buck, Troy Aikman on the call with Lisa Salters on the sidelines. Uh, we are going to give you the line right now. Bills minus two and a half, minus one twelve, Jets plus two and a half, minus one oh eight. Total in this game, forty six and a half to the over. Minus one ten and to the under forty six and a half minus one ten. Bills minus one forty two in the money line. J E T S. Jets, 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 plus one twenty on the money line. And folks. My upside special, oh. folks. This is oh, it, folks. He got he got the he got the yell, but the, the mic, the mic. I think I think we lost the majority oh. of that. That's okay. Uh, Why did you do it again? Oh, we can't. Oh, I don't know. Does he have? Oh, okay. Uh, he, he might have another one in him. This is my. It's the same thing. <laughs> well, uh, oh, we know. will voice like, it in. If it's in there, that's great. He yelled it twice, but I do believe uh, that <laughs> we may have cut out during, during the okay. yelling. Well, the neighbors' lights are on now <laughs> over at the, the Walsh residence. Uh, we 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 have concerned kids and pets and um, old people as well. So uh, uh, why don't uh, you go is, ahead? This is my upset special, folks. Uh, I really was on the bills here for a long time and I've done more sure. research into, I was, no, I put a bet in on the bills. I really did, but I've since cashed it out uh, on the DraftKings sports book. All the money's coming in on the bills, like four to one, five to one, 80, 20, 75, 25 on the bills. It scares me, folks. It scares me. I just, I just got a funny feeling. I feel like the Jets defense, specifically the Jets line, is going to be able to put immense pressure on Josh Allen. If there is an Achilles heel for the Bills, there's two spots. It's the linebacker position, uh, due to a certain individual departing, who shall rename, rename, remain nameless, who went to the Chicago Bears. Unless we haven't want to have another uh, conversation for half an hour and, regarding this and, uh, linebacker. And the other... He's a two-time Pro Bowler, even though Tyler... Uh, Huntley uh, is a yeah. pro bowler. Yes, but we I mean, understand. Tyler Hunt. Yes, we understand. Tyler Huntley, Brian Mormon, and Shane Leckler all pro bowlers. Yes, we understand. Okay, we get we get the you point. name two partners. <laughs> no, we okay, we get the point. Nice. Uh, <laughs> but here's the deal. Um, if there's another Achilles heel besides the linebacker position, it's the it's the offensive line. And let me tell you, I am very concerned about those Bills offensive line. I think this is going to be a hot mess. For the Bills, I think it's going to be a problem all year long. I would not be surprised if they put the outstanding quarterback, who we just alluded to earlier, the Daniel Jones 
Giants breakdown with Josh Allen making slightly more than Daniel Jones, even though he's like a thousand times better than Daniel Jones. Uh, I think they may put him in harm's way from an injury perspective. Unfortunately, I think that could happen with such a weak offensive line has not been addressed. They brought in Connor McGovern and that was it. And the rest of the line, Spencer Brown is terrible. How about the second round pick? Spencer Brown's terrible, folks. We'll see. What, we'll, Cyrus see. Torrance. we'll see. We'll uh, see. Second good, round good pick. Luck. They invest good in the line. Yeah, good luck. With, good luck with rookie offensive linemen. That that always works out. And M- Mitch Morse is about ninety-seven years old, folks. Okay, and is at about thirty-seven head and elbow injuries. So, um, I don't know. I, I'm not a believer here. I just think the spot is too good. I I I I don't know. I. Anytime the public, because this game was all the way down to one at one point, folks. About a month ago, this is down to one. Now it's been bet up to two and a half. Fishy line, fishy, fishy line. Aaron Rodgers, Jets secondary. Defensive line's probably top two or three in all of football behind the Niners and maybe the Cowboys. I just don't see it. I like the Jets. I hope I'm wrong. I really do. But I don't think I will be. Give me the Jets plus two and a half. And I also expect them to win the game outright plus 120 on the money line. But give me the two and a half for our purposes. Oh, folks. It's that time of year. And it just makes it all the sweeter that Benny Buckets is against me here. <laughs> Remember, game day Greg picks the Bills to win every week. So just take his picks with the greatest luck because he literally takes them every single week, no matter what. Just remember that. But go ahead. I digress. Thank you for, again, once again, letting me go ahead during my uh, turn here. Um, <laughs> and and uh, for let the record state, I did pick a few over uh, totals in the Bills games last year. Uh, not necessarily. He never picked lines. against them, though. Just know that. Never picked against okay. them. On so, go yes. ahead. All right. Um, thank, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Bills minus two and a half is the obvious play here, folks. Obvious play. Uh, you could, yeah, the fact that he was on the Bills and then went to the Jets. <laughs> yeah, I would re- throw everything he said. I passed that out the window, but that's just me. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I appreciate the analysis. Good analysis, but uh, unfortunately, a uh, mistake. I, I think this Bills team is better than last year. I do think this defense will be more improved than last year. Uh, Terrell Bernard is a question mark right now, although I do think Christian Kirksey will end up there. Um, I think Sean McDermott wants an experienced player at that position that knows what he's doing. He's not going to miss obvious gaps like the 75-yard run from Damian Harris in that uh, Patriots game, but we're not talking about last year. Um, That was two years uh, ago, by the way, not last year. Two years ago. Two years ago. I apologize. Two years ago. Um, But, yeah, no, I I think this is going to be a more aggressive defense this year and i think that is going to be in the bills favor because i do like the secondary for the bills i this today it came out that christian benford won the cornerback two job and i do think that uh he deserved it uh a six-round pick out of villanova coming in winning the job over a guy that was already here in dane jackson granted he was a seventh round pick and kyrie elam who was in the same draft class he was drafted in the first round the bills traded up for him so uh that's quite the testament to the young man uh to be able to um, win that job uh, because I know Sean McDermott values his corners and uh, very aggressive defensive scheme. So I love the Bills. Josh Allen, this offense is going to be amazing. Folks, James Cook, James Cook, learn the name. He will be top five in rushing this year. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
That is my bold pick for the Bills this year. I do think sure. James Cook will be top five in rushing. And I, I think the Bills are going to start running the ball more. I think they're going to try to preserve Josh Allen a little bit more. Uh, they want to protect their franchise. They don't want him running around every play. Uh, yeah, his arm is beneficial, and that is what's going to win us games. But anytime you can give it to a back that's as fast as James Cook is and can break off a 40-yard run any given time and can run between the tackles, uh, yeah, I'll take that. It's a huge upgrade over Devin Singletary. I, I just think this Bills team is going to be so much fun to watch. The Jets, <laughs> listen, they have a great defense. I'm, don't get me wrong. Sauce Gardner, that D-line, um, that secondary, great, great, elite, elite. But Aaron Rodgers in that offense right now, if you're going to tell – if you're going to say, hey, week one, we're going to beat the Bills – yeah, right. Yeah, right. I, I think that Garrett Wilson, Aaron Rodgers connection is going to be great uh, throughout the entire year. Uh, he could have a little connection with his old buddies and Randall Cobb and Alan Lazard, but uh, that contract was a mess. Why would you give four years, $44 million to Alan Lazard? I think you could draft four wide receivers in the fourth round every year for his contract and still have a better outcome than Alan Lazard. I, I truly believe that. Um, but yeah, no, I just... <laughs> I wrote in the notes here, could get heated, <laughs> that I just read. <laughs> uh, check. So, uh, yeah, give me the Bills, that minus two and a half, as my best bet, as my lock of the week, uh, whatever you want to call it. Uh, that, yeah, let's go, Bills. So I might excited. have to root for the Jets now, just because I, I, I need to be vindicated here, folks. Even though I, well, we really should, uh, I don't know. There should be some sort of punishment for the losing team. I, I, not often our teams play week one. Um, well, we'll figure we'll it out. It maybe we'll do it off, off the air, podcast. off air, folks. Off air, uh, off air. We'll may, maybe a little know. Twitter poll. We'll have a Twitter poll up. We'll have a couple options and. Uh, We'll see. see see what you choose but uh yeah All right. i think that's so, going to do it well we need uh, our best we, bets we need our best yes. bets you're not the we best, need our best bets. bets and there is a change to the best bets this year folks benny buckets did not like picking the player props unfortunately um so we are going to place the player props as a option as an option uh to bet for these player best or bets. game so we props. can, we can pick... a game prop too it could be a team total in a yes. particular game uh, i was getting yes Thank you. Um, all right. So let's uh, – <laughs> <I, laughs> uh, uh, all right. Why well, you what's your upset special? You, you got to give us an upset special. Give us an upset special. You didn't give us an upset special. Oh, um, well, I guess the upset special is going to have to be the only upset that I picked. Um, <laughs> so, the I, yes, the Steelers are, in fact, turning around, reverse, reverse, are going to be my upset special. So they got to win out. Uh, okay. Remember I think they're going to win outright. I don't think to win the upset special, folks. It's not that the team that is on the underdog covers; it's that they have to win outright. Otherwise, you lose your upset special. Uh, just for clarification. Yes. Okay. The Steelers are notoriously good in Week One. I do believe. Uh, I think okay. they beat the Bills in Week One two years ago. Was it two years ago? I don't remember. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? But all righty. So I just know uh, they're good. Give it. I will go first with the best bets here, if you don't mind, sir. Uh uh, let me go. I am going to go. I, I can't give you the Jets because that's my upset special. So I can't give you that as my best bet, too. Got to give independent independent upset special separate from the best bet. So I'm going to go best bets. Uh, I am going to go with uh, Eagles minus four at the Patriots. That's my first one. 
Seahawks minus five and a half. Seahawks minus five and a half. You're not alternating. Okay. Oh, I'm just going to give the three quickly. And then uh, I am going to go with uh, Jaguars minus five. So Seahawks minus five and a half. Eagles minus four. Jaguars minus five are the three best bets. Uh, all favorites here. So go ahead, sir. All favorites. All right. I am going to go first best bet being the Washington Commanders minus seven against the Cardinals. Um, second best bet is going to be the Vikings minus six against the Buccaneers. And to wrap it up, my third best bet is going to be a drum roll, please. The Bills minus two and a half against the New York J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets. Shocker there on the last all righty, folks. Well, it's been an interesting uh, week one here, uh, as always, uh, with the with the the Bills uh, love fest to Sean McDermott uh, or hate send, fest. However, send, however send, you or whatever whatever you just listen to, folks. However you interpret that, the love send, fest. Right. Send the tape. Send it to send it to Sean McDermott. I'm sure he'd love to hear the positivity coming. From game day, Greg's mouth regarding the Bills and their prospects this week, uh, even though he's going to be incorrect, but that's okay. Uh, anyway, it's been fun. We it's been see. interesting. It's good to have the NFL back. We're in full swing now, folks. We've got the NFL. We've got college football this week. And then next week, it is the best week of the year. We're going to have NFL week two, college football week three. And then you're going to have um, – the soccer is back, folks. The Europe pre the the international break will be over. Soccer will be back in full force with all the domestic leagues there in Europe. So we are very excited for next week's. We're gonna probably break it up next week, folks. Probably gonna be college football and soccer talk in one podcast, and then we were gonna do a separate one just for the NFL. But that is to be determined. So stay on the lookout for this. This is episode number fourteen for Game Day, Greg and Benny Buckets signing off. May all your bets be live, and may all your bets be winners. Good night, folks. Oh, have a good night, folks.